0: Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle.
1: Welcome to a special edition of Training Unleashed. I have Chris McChesney. Um, Chris is the author of four I'm going to let you say the name of the book because I'm going to, I'm going to Distinctions of (laughs) Execution. Four four Disciplines disciplines. of
0: Execution. It's a mouthful. We didn't know anybody would read it.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm very dyslexic. So I tend to mix things, mix things up. Me too. Um, And Chris and I just recorded a, a podcast on his book, which is a great book, but we're going to actually talk right now. Totally about what to do now. Okay. What to do now. So, People listening are sitting here saying to themselves the following things. I have no idea when this is going to end. Many of them, I have no idea, um, you know, how I'm even, if I'm going to even make it. (laughs) Um, I've got employees that I care about dearly. And one of the seven habits, which is start with the end in mind, (laughs) which I love. Great. It's a great thing. Difficult to do that now. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I personally believe tons of opportunity will be at the end of this catastrophe. Yep. But, you know, what what advice do you give to people on how to even think about planning with,
0: with what's going on? So, Evan, this whole time, and, and, and our worlds have been disrupted, what you and I do, has been disrupted about as much as anybody. I've really been very reflective of a book I read a year and a half ago called um, Nonsense, The Power of Not Knowing. (laughs) And like that title hasn't worked until like right now. And it really worked. And let me tell you what this is. This is a work, and it really related to the work in four disciplines. This is all about how a human being handles ambiguity. Right now, we have a global experiment in a human being's reaction to ambiguity. And this author makes the point that you can understand just about everything you want to know about uh, mental health through the lens of how a person handles ambiguity, and so you know, learning and and really getting a handle on yourself in these moments has been absolutely. Can I can I share a little story on this just to kind of please, throw us please. into the conversation? Yeah. All right. So there was a study done on the earthquake in, that took place in San Francisco in the early 1900s, and sociologists argued for years about this data that followed the earthquake because two things happened nobody expected. Divorce rates, right? The city's wiped out. People are out of their homes. They've lost loved ones. Everybody's affected. Divorce rates went through the roof and marriage rates went through the roof. And they would <laughs> argue about whether natural disasters and crisis brought people together or spread them apart. And here's what they figured out. Didn't have to do with either. It had to do with how a human being handles ambiguity. Think carbon monoxide poisoning. Like it doesn't matter if you're getting poisoned in your car, at work, like it will accumulate and people get ambiguity poisoning. And what happened in San Francisco was they had so much of their lives turned upside down, sound familiar, Yeah. that if they were thinking about getting a divorce, they got a divorce. They couldn't handle anything more. Un- if they were thinking about getting married, they got married. and. I think that piece, of, that piece of insight right there when it comes to organizational execution in times of ambiguity is gold. It's so critical to know that the people who work for me, myself, 80% of our ambiguity capacity just got spent, right? My brain is spinning all the time. I have a very small window where I can handle any more ambiguity. And I better spend that on the strategic pivot. Whatever thing we need to do in addition to day job, yeah. I, better be, I better not have five goals for the team right now. I better get it down to one thing, be crystal clear. Otherwise, otherwise, I, I'm, everybody locks up. They, they can't even hear me.
1: You know, I totally agree with you. Crystal clear focus on the one thing. Um, and I read a book, I think called like the one thing recently. Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's right. There's been a couple people that have hit this, hit this theme and we, we, we've had the, um, it was funny. Marriott's the biggest user of four disciplines of execution. I mean, they're getting destroyed right now. Like so impacted when they launched this thing 12 years ago, the number two, the person that's now the number two guy at Marriott said this to the team. He said, look, if you want to keep your jobs at Marriott, he's talking to leadership. He says, you want to keep your jobs at Marriott, take care of the day job. We'll never fire you as long as you take care of the day job you always have a job here and they know something's coming right and then then he drops then he drops the other shoe and he says but if you want to get promoted give me one give me one thing and you bring me event satisfaction bring me everything in working order bring me a rival experience call your shot on one critical metric maintain the operation that's your that keeps your job but you want to get promoted Show me you can get one result. And so at Marriott, operationally, this notion of the day job, which we refer to as the whirlwind, whirlwind plus one. And and the whirlwind, right, is, is everything I do every day. I know it. There's not a lot of ambiguity. The plus one represents ambiguity because I don't know how to achieve that goal yet. But I, it's not whirlwind plus two, and it's not whirlwind plus five.
1: Yeah. So – I love your book, as you know, and, you know, you start off and you really, you talk about focus and goal setting and, and wigs. Um, and I, I'd love to take your, what your principle mm. of the book and apply it to crisis. Yeah. Because having clarity, getting information and buy-in from the team, right? having everybody feel like what they're doing matters. Yes. So- If you could apply your four disciplines to to crisis today,
0: um, that would be awesome. So the first thing I would say, and we talked a little bit in the last segment about this, as a leader, be very clear, and I think probably most people are, be very clear on the things that you as the leader have to do and can do, and be very careful of your own degree of focus and distraction right now you have to i mean take take a page from peter drucker's the effective executive you have to be on your a game right now you don't, you don't you don't have time for panic so there's certain things that the leader has to be able to do to secure the operation that only the leader can do in terms of engaging the organization in terms of where the organization goes recognize that most people are and I don't want to be critical in how I say this. <laughs> I can see it. Most Times people- Times can
1: such, you could, be, you could take a little, because people need to hear the truth.
0: Yeah. All right. Most people, and I'm going to throw myself in here, because I'm fighting it too, are in a very um, dysfunctional sort of ping pong match between spending time in areas over which I have no effect or control whatsoever. I'm speculating about the president, whether the Chinese were really at fault, whether, right? I'm I'm into, I'm I'm, I'm speculating on dynamics around pandemics. I don't even begin to understand. I got theories, I'm arguing on Facebook. Like, that's now sucking more and more of my time, right? And I'll bounce between that. And here's the other side of the dysfunctional ping pong game. Right back to day job. Minimal amount of time to just hold down the operation. Now, what's missing in this ping pong match is the critical area of focus that the organization needs to double down on right now. Like, I'm running, I just got through the window at Zaxby's.
1: Yeah.
0: We got no more dining room. We got our whole schedule got turned upside down. They're there, right? There's one goal for them right now it's speed of checkout. Yep. We got a, we got a line of cars running out into the road. We're gonna we're gonna live and die in the next three months on speed of checkout. Now that's an incredibly simple story, right? Now there's other and there's other things that the leaders have to do at Zach speaks, but what's their ability to really and then to come out of this, like you said, Evan, come out of this with you know what? That was a brutal three months, but we've never figured out speed of checkout like we have today.
1: That's true, and you know the opportunity for growth. The op- I mean, when you sit back and you think about—I mean, I hate to say this—the upheaval. You know, all the things that were difficult before hiring, finding—finding re- uh, re- uh, finding real. You really are a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had the
0: cup in my hand. I'm sorry, Evan. Like, it's okay. You saw my Zaxby's Coke.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know the 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 op- the opportunities to to grow, cost of capital is going to be low. Yeah, it's, right. It's 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 going to be an amazingly fertile ground if you can get from here to there. So let's let's talk about people. Yeah, because fear, and you know I love what you talked about people getting overcome by it, and it's easy to do. You know a lot of people working for you. Are worried how do you as a leader engage them in a way that they can feel productive and they can feel what they're doing is making a difference and that they can have they can they can have some degree of comfort first or thing, is there no degree of comfort and that, that that transparency
0: the first thing I would do is have everyone google marriott's CEOs comments to his people. If you have not seen Arnie Sorensen's comment to the Marriott organization, I'm going to get emotional thinking about it. I've never seen anything quite like that before. It was extraordinary. I think there is a 10 minute video out there that is an absolute model of how you talk to an organization that just lost 90% of its business. This is Arnie Sorensen's comments. This is a person that's struggling with cancer right now. He's got his own crisis going on. And the amount of honest human empathy that he has, I think there's certain attributes that are really critical. I think empathy is huge. I think straight talk is huge. No people, People's ability to smell BS is so, so finely tuned. Don't, oh, yeah. even, don't even try it. And, 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 and that's, the other side of that is transparency. Just be honest. Um, I, I think people will will give you, if they feel like, even if you're sharing things that are scary, if they feel like their leader is authentic and is being real with them, I'll, I'll follow you into a scary place if I trust you, right? Even if, you, even if, even if, even if the picture isn't, you know, all roses, I'll, I'll stay with you if I trust you and I believe you, our CEO Bob Whitman has done a beautiful job and our president Paul Walker at Franklin Covey. By the way, I'm not just helping people get their bearings, but of saying, look, let's not, let's not worry about ourselves right now. How about we not do that? How about we first worry about our clients? How about we look at what we offer? Let's not be ambulance chasers. Let's not take advantage of this in a weird way. How about, how about we actually think about them? Let's not think about ourselves in this moment. And let's let's take a contribution angle on this thing. And sometimes these events they really bring out the best in people. And 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 I'm telling you, Art, you got to see this. You got to see this Marriott clip. This is it's stunning.
1: I'm definitely going to dig it up. Definitely going to dig it up. And if I do dig it up, it's definitely going to be attached to the description of this program. Yeah,
0: that's that's a great <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, send it along. I think everybody would really appreciate that along yeah, to, with the link. Thanks, Evan. Your,
1: Interested in Tortle's learning management system? Why not try it for free today? Tortle is offering a free LMS for up to 25 users. With Tortle's easy to use self authoring tool and free quick start guide, you'll have courses up in no time. Sign up today and you'll experience one of the easiest to use LMSs in the marketplace today. To learn more, visit tortle.com forward slash LMS. One of the first things that we did as a team is we produced in English and in Spanish a training program on health prevention uh, around Corona. And and we went beyond the the normal things. We talked about how to make a clean home. And for anyone listening right now, you want to take a shower when you get to the house and put your clothes in the laundry. Because your clothes, you know, they talk about hard surfaces and things like that. Because it's easy for your hand to get on a hard surface, but the virus can go from your clothes right onto your sofa, right onto your house. So, a- anyhow, we created these training videos, and then we just started offering them to our clients, to non-clients, to to everybody in in the world. Uh, the International Franchise Association, if they, if a lot of people listening are in franchising, you right. know, if you go to their website, you'll see a, a section. Uh, contributor suppliers. Our videos are there. And we estimate that by now more than a million people have watched our video. And, you know, our team has such a sense of accomplishment because we're making a difference. And, Amen. and you know, if the things that we talked about in that video help a few people not get this virus or not die, I mean, you know, you know, that's, you know, an amazing, amazing amazing contribution
0: to bond people you know as i'm hearing you say this i I think about how what a bad reputation the business world gets and maybe you know maybe some of that's deserved from time to time but that's not what i see when i meet with corporate leaders I, i i meet some of the best people i mean so many more really great people and in this in this crisis evan i mean Everybody to a person, every leader, safety first. I mean, their world's getting turned upside down. They're locking in on safety for first thing out of the. We got to be. We got to keep our people safe. Like th- th- these are these institutions and the leaders that have grown up and 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 are in positions of authority in these institutions. I find, and 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 I get to work very closely with a lot of these people are, are just really well-intended people. Yeah, I, I, think this shows I,
1: you know, I've had the, the opportunity to meet you know, a lot of, you know, Fortune 20 CEOs in my, my life. And consistently, what I'm impressed with is their empathy, um, how they see the bigger and complete picture. Yep. Um, they are amazing listeners. Um, and I think that the, totally agree with you. I think the rep is the total, absolute opposite. You get, know Jim totally
0: Collins, you know jim Collins uh, about I guess it was twenty years ago, started talking about the level five leader. yeah. And in my experience, um those people do very, very well. There are exceptions, right? but i yeah. I'm with you I, I i meet I meet some outstanding people. i I think that I think that character has really been in demand and it has been rewarded. At least in terms of the organizations and, and I, I I follow lots of them because of the nature of execution, right when I yeah. do conferences right I'm, I'm spending time up front with the leaders, they're telling me about their strategy, what they're about, and then I, I follow with this message and so um, yeah I I think, I think that's a good I think it's a good thing to remember okay. so one of
1: are, what are your concepts in your book is involving people and getting ideas from the frontline people. How would you apply that to today to? to what's going on in the world.
0: I think leaders struggle with this.
1: (sighs) They want people to believe that they have the answer so that they have confidence in them. And they feel that when they ask for help or support or ideas, it implies they're weak. I think the absolute opposite actually happens. I think when people ask for right. ideas, it shows that they're confident and strong. But I know that this is an issue where there is that fear that, you know, everyone's going to go running away from you, or everyone's going to not be focused on work, but be focused on um, other things and not and not doing the things necessary to, to, to
0: have, help the business succeed. Well, this was, this is an unexpected surprise for us, Evan. When we started on execution 18 years ago, we were not thinking about the question you just asked. We yep. backed into it by accident. We, we got to engagement, not because we value, we should have, we should have <laughs> been valuing it. We were, we were after the stinking result. And in the process of pursuing the result, we got to engage. Can I give you an example? Please. All right, I'm going to stay. We're talking about hotels. I'm going to stay in hotels for a second. It's it's a good model because everybody kind of knows how a hotel works because we all stay in them, right? Yes. And I want to contrast two things. I want to contrast the well-meaning leader who doesn't know how to engage with a well-meaning leader that does in a way that you might not have thought of before. And it's – I'm going to call this the problem with planning, Okay. whenever you are planning as a leader you have to be careful right there's a lot of things that have to be planned there's a lot of things that only the leader can do but let's say that i own a hotel and i've got to improve guest satisfaction and i'm a planner and i get a bunch of smart people in the room now there's 250 people that work in the hotel but i grabbed seven of them Yeah. Around the room, and we say things like, "You always hear this." There's 90 years. There's 150 years of experience in this room right now. Okay, what do we need to do? Well, the front lobby needs to be recarpeted. We need a card machine. We need a new process for 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 uh, guest satisfaction on the uh, uh, with elite members. We need uh, we need the new uh, 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 vacuum cleaners. We need the, the, all these things. Right, You're planning. Now contrast that for a moment with instead of planning. And by the way, even in planning, I can pacify myself by saying, hey, let's get a suggestion box. Let's ask them what they want to do. No, 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 no. Let's go to this other side. Instead of going to planning, what if we go to targets? All right. We want to move guest satisfaction from an 82 to an 89 by the end of the year. What are the fewest, still in discipline one, what are the fewest battles necessary to win that war? We want to move arrival experience from here to here. We want to move um, uh, room readiness in the early afternoon from here to here. And we want to move food and beverage quality from here to here. We get three sub targets. We're doing this as a leadership team. We have an environment. Right now, now, it might be, how do we make
1: our rooms cleaner?
0: Yeah, yeah, because of this, right. It can be very situational but i want you to think of it this way in the first example you're working in oil paints in the second example you're working in clay in the first example you're working in what's what are we going to do we're going to get a new front entryway we're going to get a new key card machine we're going to these are what here we're working in house yeah sorry i got that backwards the house versus the what's the targets yeah. are the, i said that totally backwards i'm so sorry but you with me the targets are the what we want to accomplish okay yeah. now we get we get we got Arrival experience. Let's break arrival experience down into how quickly can we check in? Um, uh, what's how long does it take to get um, the the bags to the room? Um, right. Mechanics. Now, once I've got the targets taken down, Evan. Now I can ask for input. Now, right. Now we get into the second discipline. What does the te- let it be the team's game? All right. What's what are the top? Right, here are the top seven things we can do to reduce luggage delivery time. Which are the three that you like? So I'm getting their ideas every week. They're coming up with commitments. How? So so taking the big challenge and breaking it down to the smallest level, in order to create engagement. And so one of the first ways to get human capacity. Right is to stay in targets before moving to planning. Can I break the Can I break the nature of the objective down into small enough pieces that the people that are doing the work can actually influence the outcome? And I, I know that's a mouthful, and I wish I had visuals for that. Did any, does that make sense? Did that no, no, no. It totally that it, idea? It
1: Totally makes sense. And and what I you know this is what I'm hearing from you is you want to create things into bite-sized pieces. Yes. That people can digest and understand.
0: It still ring the bell at the top. Yeah. Yes. The, the small wins. Very good. Evan, the small wins are the connective tissue between organizational objectives that matter and engagement at the front line of the organization. Yeah. And, and now
1: I'm going to say something you didn't exactly say, but you said on the, the podcast we just did okay. and it's, it's in your book is that when you collect feedback, when you get feedback, you present options and you're open for new options. Yeah. But what I love about that is that you're giving people sort of a frame or an idea of expectation of the types right. of things, and that you're going to encourage people to be very specific yep. about solution rather than vague, because if you don't provide those three or four examples of potential ideas, and we're open to others, then I think you would, be, you would more likely get a, a, a conversation that's not clear enough. And I thought that's a that's a really Yeah. This is great, and I love work. what you're
0: saying because because the idea of engaging people towards the work, that, that's not simple and it's not intuitive. It's not just about asking people. You can't just catch people cold. Like yeah. we can't just go to people. One of the things we do is we engage the frontline around lead measures. We can't just go to them and say, Hey, uh, can you can you give us uh, what do you what do you people think is a good lead measure for revenue or or transaction? action uh, uh percentage of for everybody that comes in the store what percentage of the people buy what's a good lead measure for that they have no idea. but when you break it down a little further and you say hey here's the objective we're chasing here's the six best ideas we have what do you think and you you take it from a menu idea and then you okay. get them to it. that's the second discipline get them to engage and then the third discipline is once you've gotten them to engage And start to answer the riddle, can you post it? Can you turn it into something that feels live, that feels like a scoreboard, and it feels and we talked last time we talked about a high uh, like a a winnable game, Evan, but it's also gonna be a high stakes game. They gotta feel like it matters. And then right the fourth is can we put constant energy against that? And so so in what we learned was the only way to really execute on some things is if you have people's involvement but there's some steps, there's some do's and some don'ts to really knowing how to get real engagement. It's not just asking.
1: Yeah. Which why, which is why I listen to your book. Listening or reading your book. <laughs> I'm probably the only podcast interviewer that you have that makes a distinction.
0: More people do it. I'm a, I'm a listener too. Yeah. I, I, I'm an auditory learner. So I'm with you on that one.
1: Yeah. And I put you two
0: speed. Um, and, uh, now, most people can't do that with me. I'm surprised because I'm moving at a pretty good clip. So you I can you tell me the, the key to
1: doing two speed is to do three speed for about a minute. And then I when you back, back, back to two speed, it becomes very clear.
0: Uh, that's great.
1: But here, here nor there, I want to be respectful of your time. I know you have a hard stop, but just quickly, if people want to connect with
0: you, um, how
1: would they do that? And then I'll ask you for your one tip. Okay,
0: so so the, the nickname for four disciplines of execution is four DX, and uh, if you go to Chris McChesney at 4DX.com, um we can route you with anything that you need. You want to get a hold of Franklin Covey Consulting? You want to book a, a webinar or a conference uh, or anything? We're we're happy to help any way we can. Thank Thanks. you very much for asking, Evan.
1: You're, you're very welcome, and I appreciate
0: you doing this bonus this bonus. Oh um, yeah, delighted, it's, okay. it's it's a key question. Yeah. Watch so, the ambiguity. Yeah, right. so that's your one tip? Oh, the one tip, yeah, <laughs> for this, today, yeah. yeah. Like it's different, right? For today, right yeah. now, be very, very clear on the focal point and the focal point cannot be conceptual, folks. It can't be an idea, even a compelling idea. It's gotta be translated in the form of a target. Does your focal starting line, a finish line, and a deadline? If it doesn't, stay on it until it does. It's very hard to execute on a concept. We do much better executing against targets.
1: Well, uh, thank you, an amazing tip. Wanna thank you for being a guest, and I wanna thank our listeners for listening. Everyone Thanks, have everyone. a fantastic day.
0: Thanks, everyone. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next
1: time on Training Unleashed.